Hello, hi! Welcome to An Absolute Gag. It's a podcast where I like to talk to people about the moments or performances that left them speechless. I'm Tommy Bullington, and ra 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 ma ra ma ma Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for our, okay, wow, professionalism. I'm getting a text message from a Joan right now who um, needs to understand that I'm working, okay? I mean, I sure, I could turn off my phone, but um, that puts all the onus on me, and uh, I don't do that. That's, that's the most... Um, manly thing about me is that I I don't take ownership over things and I own nothing. <laughs> I, I, I cope up to nothing. Hi! Oh, it's so good to see you all. And by see, I mean, um, imagine you all. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm so excited for today's episode as I uh, hinted at at the top of the episode. It is uh, somebody very near and dear to my heart, and the guest is somebody even nearer and dearer, Armand, is somebody nearer and dearer to my heart. My guest today, she is an actor, she's a musician, she has been seen across the stages of the Chicagoland area, Uh, she's an entrepreneur, she has her own store on Etsy called Le Captain Hook, where she sells crocheted gifts that you can go on Etsy and you can see. Now, she has stopped accepting for Christmas, but you know what? A belated Christmas gift or just a gift, you know? We don't need these holidays to be like, let's, you know, let's show our loved ones we love them by spending money. Capitalism! My guest today is the incredible, amazing, lovely human that I just adore, Molly LeCaptain. And her gag is just one of my favorite moments. I um, I can't wait to talk about it. But before we do that, let's talk about our charity focus of the week. Our charity focus of the week, brought to us by Molly, is the organization Chicago Street Medicine. Now, Chicago Street Medicine is an interdisciplinary organization dedicated to supporting learner-fueled street medicine chapters throughout Chicago and aimed to improve the health and well-being of our city. Since August 2017, they have been delivering healing to those experiencing unsheltered homelessness. Uh, They don't wait for people to come to them. They take care of them. They don't wait for people to come and see them. They go and take care of them. So that's a um, that's a really powerful kind of like mission statement. And guess what? Healthcare is a human right um, and should be a human right. And uh, there's a ridiculous mindset that you feel like you have to work really hard to achieve the right to, you know, get better and healthier, which is stupid. But uh, this organization goes to the people, they help them, they take care of whatever they need. Uh, It's a great, great company that I had no clue existed. 
until Molly brought it to us. And upon reading and researching them, I think it's an incredible cause. And I'm so thrilled and honored to shout them out today and encourage you to go to their website, which is www.chicagostreetmedicine.org. And there, there's a ton of resources. There's, uh, you can get to know who's on the board and who's on the team, uh, who's really making this organization run. And there's also a donate uh, section. And so it is my honor and my privilege to shout out Chicago Street Medicine, and that is our charity focus of the week. So let's um let's get ready to go to our interview. But before we go into that, uh, a few uh, a few housekeeping items to discuss. Hello, we are coming upon the holidays. Next week is like the week of Christmas, which is wild, right? Can you believe that we're here and that we're going to have Christmas in quarantine, which is, or this pandemic, which is just wild. Thought it would all be better by now. Hey. Oh, is that your announcement? Okay, good. Um, So, in honor of Christmas, we have a very special two episodes that will be dropping next week. That's right. There will be two episodes. So we got a duo of episodes being dropped next week for Christmas. And the first one is an absolutely gaggy Christmas spectacular. And it is going to be just a a who's who of former guests and myself. And we're going to, you know, celebrate Christmas. And we're going to talk about the pop culture that we want for 2021. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, that's going to be dropping the um, on Wednesday, like a normal episode. And then on Christmas Day, Santa has a little gift for you. It's going to be a very special episode called Gag Reports Now. So Gag Reports Now is a new part of this, uh, this podcast that... I'm kind of launching where if there's a moment of pop culture that needs to be dressed immediately, and that could be something good or bad or wild. And um, the thing we're going to be talking about, I think uh, a lot of people uh, via online and and online discussion think uh, the full spectrum of this thing. They think it lands somewhere in all of them. So this thing, uh, this topic that we will be discussing, it's a a secret you won't know until Christmas Day. And uh, it's my little Christmas gift to y'all. And if you're going to be like me, who um, right now looks like I won't be spending time with my family uh, for the first time ever in my entire life, the 34 years of existence, I will not be spending Christmas with my family, which um, I'm going to be very transparent and honest with right now um, is really shitty and um i hate it and uh i've been struggling with a lot of feelings because i want to respect and honor what's going on but obviously i would love to see my family and spend time with my family um and there are people who are like don't go home don't don't travel don't anything they're used to it and i'm fresh and new so um i'm i'm kind of going through a really hard time with that. Sorry. Oh my God. That, 
that went dark, sorry. Um, but I hope that by providing this episode, uh, this special Christmas Day gag reports episode, I hope that um, I uh, distract some people from the fact that they are not spending time with their family and provide them just some laughs and some joy um, because that's what I was uh, put here to do. That's what that's what anybody up above, you know, put me on this earth to do. It's what Cookie Bullington put me on this earth to do was to entertain and bring joy to people. And God damn it, I'm going to. <laughs> Okay, enough, enough of the heavy stuff, enough of the exciting announcements, enough, enough, enough. Let's go ahead and go to my interview with the amazing Molly the Captain and her absolute gag, <laughs> It's not even the song we're talking about. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. Um, and this is episode 19, and I am so excited for my guest today. She is one of my nearest and dearest. I love her so much. She is an actor. She's a musician. You've seen her around the stages of the Chicagoland area slaying constantly she is one of my favorite people in the world please welcome to the pod molly la captain (laughs) (laughs) that was such a good air horn I'm putting it on my special skills. <laughs> but it's also like, whoop, 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 whoop. so it sounds like, like March of the Valkyries. Is that what that is? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. Let's, let's... <laughs> Hello, people who know classical music. Um, what is, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> name that tune. Oh, we got prop comedy. I love that we did that. Just for me. I love that people listening are like, I don't know what's going on because podcasts are not a visual medium. I'll I'll describe it for them. She picked up a Mickey Mouse phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm tickled already. (laughs) How have you been with everything considered? With everything considered. I've been fine. <laughs> uh, you know, yes. it's the holiday season, so so you know, we've got that going for us. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm just working away like a little yes. workaholic, and I'm yeah crocheting a lot for yeah, some Christmas that's right. orders. Yeah, yes, you have the Captain Hook. Yes. Uh, which is on Etsy, correct? She sure is. <laughs> she sure is. She is. And, and you make these little, you, well, you make everything, crochet. I can make life. anything. I can make <laughs> anything. <laughs> Truly. I mean, when I saw Bojack Horseman, I was like, well, she can make anything. You, like, I literally, that was when I realized I could make anything. If you want to know what my, <laughs> my new favorite commission was that I just sent out last week. What? 
Hellboy. Okay. Yes. You said that you were going to be doing that yeah. recently because somebody asked for it. Uh, uh, did it turn out? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I was like, I really can't do anything. You're a superstar. I love that. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I I I I love Hellboy. Like I was like when you were like, oh, I'm sitting out a Hellboy. I was like, I didn't order a Hellboy. (laughs) But like I would take that. It was yeah, it turned out (laughs) real good. And I've never seen Hellboy. Um, oh, but like I know what it is. I know, like I've seen all the pictures, and my parents were like, "Oh yeah, it's such a good movie." It's like my parents have seen Hellboy, and I haven't. Um, it is, it is good. Um, the first two, not this remake. That I heard the David Harbor one was unnecessary. Yeah, because yeah, it's real bad. But That's also, a- I prefer the first two because um, <clears throat> I happen to know somebody in the film and. Uh-oh. one mr doug jones who plays abe sapien in it we worked together on an independent film called my name is jerry and it was a mess but he was a blast to work with and actually is like truly one of the sweetest kindest human beings i've ever met he's also famously billy butcherson from hocus pocus and the oh. fish, the fish man from Shape of Water, and he's like, so he plays like creatures. Like right. that's just like I have heard deal. of this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a so commissioned by Ball State, because uh, he's a Ball State alumni. They gave money to another alumni to make an independent film using people from Ball State, like students creating the film and everything. And it stars Doug Jones and Stephen Yun from uh, The Walking Dead. And uh, if you saw him, you would know him. But he's also in this, like, big film that's coming out, like, in the next few weeks. Uh, it's It's totally an Oscar bait film. And apparently he's, like, incredible in it. And people are like could be nominated for an Oscar. And I'm like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> the craziest thing has happened from this little independent film that I was just a PA and a stand-in on. Like, I was I like, it. and I, I was like it. an extra in like one scene. Uh, it was insane. But <laughs> anyway. Wow, what a tangent. I just... Yeah. Tommy was I'm like, sorry. I'm going to name drop and then I'm going to talk about it. I love being a dick about it, though. <laughs> well, you know who my biggest name drop claim to fame is? Go for is that it. I worked with Trixie Mattel for yes. like, One Night Only Cabaret in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in 2009, which would be a great way to segue. Oh, yes. To my gag. All right, Molly the Captain. <laughs> Tell me, what is your absolute gag? My absolute gag <laughs> is Lady Gaga's performance at the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards, Paparazzi. Okay, <laughs> full transparency for everyone. I released, I debuted this podcast, and you text me like right away after the first episode, and you were like, "I know what my gag is," 
and I have had in my little scheduler, in my tracking scheduler, I have had Molly the Captain, Lady Gaga VMA performance. Yes, yes. Because for me, absolutely, this is definition gag. I, like, ugh. I think this performance made her. Oh, I agree. I agree. This is her, um, this is her like a virgin. Like this yes. is Madonna in the, the wedding dress rolling around on the ground. Yeah. Like touching herself. This is Lady Gaga's it's, like a virgin. Absolutely. Yes, it's that. And it like, she was like, okay, I'm performing on the VMAs. Nobody really knows who I am yet. You know, they've yeah. heard just dance. They've heard poker face and now paparazzi had like been out for a short amount of time. Yeah. And she, it's like, she went, well, I need to do something that beats the Madonna, Britney Spears kiss and like yes. all that other stuff. Yeah. So what can I do? <laughs> well, uh, well, <laughs> she does it all. She literally hangs herself from the ceiling <laughs> and is bleeding. Like it is banana. <laughs> The whole time I've watched this video so many times in oh, the last same. 24 hours to prepare for this. And like, what I like what a couple times I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it again. And I'm going to watch anything but her, <laughs> you know, cause there's so much going on. There is so much going on. Cause that's another thing that she kind of, so basically what I love about Lady Gaga is that the performances she does are full on shows, even if it's just one number. Yeah. So much is going on. There's a whole story that she has to tell. It's incredible. Like no moment is wasted with her on stage. No. It's wild. So I'm just thinking about so it. So <laughs> let me ask you, let, let's go back in a time machine here. And yes. what was it about that performance that gagged a younger Molly the Captain watching this at home in Wisconsin? Yes, you yeah. were home in Wisconsin? 22-year-old okay. Molly was living in Green Bay, Wisconsin, attending theater school. <laughs> I, like, I wish that I could remember where exactly I was at like when I saw it. I don't remember if I saw it live or if like I saw a rerun because you, YouTube wasn't really... It was a thing, no. but it wasn't yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and heaven forbid they put like performances on YouTube. Okay. I hate that. Yes. I hate that they never put up because they get it, the rights. And I listen, I understand. Okay. <laughs> it's still annoying as fuck because the VMA performance, the VMAs, fuck the Grammys. I love the VMAs yes! every year. <laughs> every year. Even the movie awards, like not as good, but just. Agreed. Uh, favorite movie award performance? Well, first of all, the the Lady Marmalade uh, from oh. Moulin Rouge. Incredible. And that was, like, very life-changing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with my queerness. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> These ladies look fabulous and they're just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but the other one that I was obsessed with, and I don't know if it was the same show. I don't think it was, but uh, it was the movie awards and it was during the Osbournes, the craze of the Osbournes oh. and Kelly Osbourne performed Papa Let don't preach. And it is, it's actually not terrible. <laughs> I think I remember. And I was like, so dedicated to the Osbournes. I love that show for some reason. I watched it. Oh, every I, don't know if I loved it, but I fucking watched it. <laughs> 
And I was like so proud of her. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, way to go, Kelly. Go, Kelly. Good job. Step out of your father's preach. shadow. Yeah. <laughs> but so you see this when you're younger and you just like what what occurs in your brain? Uh I think that's when I became a, a Lady Gaga stan. Is that a, a little monster? A little Is monster. That, when you became pause up, pause up, <laughs> or claws up? Is claws up? Pause up? I don't know. Pause. Put your pause. Put your pause, pause up. Pause up. I don't know. What does that <laughs> cute little gay kid say on Twitter? Have you seen that video? Probably. The- <laughs> there is the cutest video of this little gay kid performing to like one of Lady Gaga's songs, and like in the music beforehand, he's like. Hey, Brittany, Ashley, Devon, I love you. Pause up, monsters. Here we go. And he like starts like lip syncing. And I think it was Fernando that he's like lip syncing to. And or Alejandro. Jeez, not not Mama Mia. (laughs) Not Abba Fernando. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking of another incredibly gay music. Yes. Yes, but he was just like it's so, so pure and darling and adorable, and I was like, oh, this kid is like, I was like, wow, I, I felt like Mulan, like looking at reflection, and I was like, who is that girl I see? Like she, that little boy was me. <laughs> I am him. He is I, me. I am him. He is me. <laughs> Thank God that I didn't have a camera when I was right. a kid. Oh, I did. Oh. Boy, my that. parents, my parents right now are, they bought this converter that takes VHS tapes and you can put them onto a computer and uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. so much footage of me in middle school that they're going through right now. And I cannot wait to sift oh, through it all. Middle school. No. Middle school. It's the uh, worst. <laughs> okay. But so this is when you become a Lady Gaga fan. Yes. What, what is it about the performance that like, registers with you i mean it's it's the blood it's the it, bl- <laughs> it, that that's what like really cements the whole performance it is for her as like a performance artist and not just yeah. a pop star because we have so many pop stars like at this point britney had just come back onto yes. the scene um circus was like nominated for a bunch of vmas in this same year like you know we've got all of i like JLo and Mark Anthony were still together yes. at these VMAs. <laughs> <laughs> and was this like wasn't wasn't this the VMAs that Taylor the, the Kanye and Taylor yeah. It's like history. This VMAs, this VMAs was it. Huge. This yes. was it. This I, was the Michael Jackson because uh, Michael Jackson had just passed. Yes. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, that's a wild. Yeah. This is a definitive VMA show. Wow. That's crazy. So yeah, so we had a ton of pop. Like, we didn't need any more person. We don't need any more pop singers. So (laughs) I think what I love most about it is just how dramatic the whole thing felt. Like, she released Paparazzi, and to me, there are two definitive Lady Gaga vocals. There's the Just Dance pop like, you know, the, the fame era, which yes. paparazzi is fully a part of. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. It's on that album. But so it's like, just dance, gonna be okay. And then, then she's like, she opens it with poker face. She's like, carry my, carry my 
like the whole it never leaves. It starts there and it ends there. It never falters back she down. She said, "I am theater." Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think I saw like some of myself in her, and that's sure. why like I loved this performance so much. And it just, I was like, I always when I growing up, I wanted to be Britney Spears because she was the it pop star. You yeah, know, I wanted was. to run off to Hollywood and just like. <laughs> <laughs> write Carson Daly a letter or like stand outside the MTV studios during TRL and hope that he'll notice me and become famous like Britney Spears. That's what I wanted. I didn't have any plans to go to college until like my senior year of high school when that I was like, maybe that's not the best wild. life plan. I love that. No, I listen. Everybody wants to have that like discovered, you know, yeah. like status. And it makes sense. Because especially if you're like our age, teen pop stars were everywhere constantly while we were growing up that people like us who tried to be like art artists, you know, when we were younger too, we were like, why aren't we being this guy? Yeah. I'm a way better singer than Britney Spears. Why can't I be discovered in Franklin, Indiana? <laughs> yeah. Green Bay, Wisconsin has football. Yeah. So why can't why can't I be something? Uh so I gotta tell you a story because you said uh, that you can't really remember like the exact yes. moment. Yes. I can. And yes. here's why. <laughs> I was at home in our family room and uh I get really self-conscious about what I choose to watch and who's in the room with me. Okay. I'm very like, it's, it's a weird thing that I cannot get out of, but my mom decided to do bills and pay bills like on our family room table. And I was like, I don't have to watch. I don't have to watch the VMAs. It's fine. I like, I can turn it off and and watch whatever you want. And she's like, Oh honey, I'm just, don't worry. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing bills back here. It's okay. It's okay. And I was like, okay, fine. And like the whole time I was just like, I'm annoyed that I'm watching this with her in the room (laughs) because I know something's going to happen that she's going to be like, what is that? And it sure did. And it was Lady Gaga's paparazzi. Yes. Now I like, she starts from moment one and my face just, I like full on like slack jaw. I'm just like on, on face. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe what I'm watching. I'm obsessed and then she she stabs. Well, she gets bloody in her corset, and then it kind of goes into her eye and like everything. And she's hanging from there, and it's done. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> and I hear behind me, like after a few moments of silence, I hear. Now I like a lot of stuff. <laughs> But that's just weird. Tommy, that's weird. You know that's weird. And I was like, yes. I loved every minute. Yes. Like, if you and had to describe Lady Gaga, that's exactly how you would say it. I know. And it's just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> now, I like a lot of stuff. I love, it makes me laugh whenever she, like, prefaces things. 
she constantly thinks I think the worst of her. And I don't. I just know that she's old fashioned. And so she's like, she, I knew she didn't like it. But then right after that, that's when the Taylor Swift Kanye moment happened. And yeah. she was like, she was like, what is, oh, he is so rude. <laughs> That was just a wild VMA. What a wild viewing VMA. experience! But I, oh, I love. I mean, it's just the. I think for me, that's what makes it iconic, especially from an MTV VMA performance. Is you have the older generation who just went, "I don't get that," and then you have the younger generation going, "This is this is everything great. I wanted," and that is MTV. That has yeah. been MTV from day. Yes. One. And yep. that's what's so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My God. So, so, okay. So let's go through the performance and kind of point out to me what are some of the like defining moments for the performance for you? So we got oh, yeah. the vocals, we got the blood. Is there anything else like that the, really? The orchestra? Like, yes. He just basically reimagined the entire song. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so like the vocals specifically, like the way she's singing it. Yes. But when she finishes singing the poker face intro and then the, the strings come in, they're like, bah, 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 bah. it's dramatic. Uh, and then the fact that she never <laughs> sings the melody it's like she said, I wrote yes. this song as is. You all know and love this song the way that I recorded it. And now I'm going to say, fuck that melody. And I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Like, oh, you make it sad. I'll follow you until you love me. Papa, paparazzi. I know, like when she does, we dance in the studio. Like she yes. like changes up all the like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that is, and but, you know, that's quality of her. She does that constantly if you see her live at all or any of her live performances she really doesn't like she doesn't like providing you what you already have on the album you can go home and listen to that on your you yeah. know phone you don't have to why would i do that yeah I there? which is like you're kind of like you're so dope <laughs> like, yeah. just, which is I, another great gaga song that is very underrated dope. which dope, dope. <laughs> yes also uh I when you were like the fame era, all I ever think is I want to take a ride on your disco stick. <laughs> yes, the fame era to me is college dancing and getting sweaty at a gay bar. <laughs> Molly, oh God bless you. Yes, this is college for me, but it is dance classes doing across the floor routines. Oh my god. And our dance our jazz teacher Christy, Christy Zimmerman, I love you so so much. She would put it on and so it just was so funny because we'd be like bot mying to like mm-hmm. paparazzi and like, <laughs> all of those songs and we'd be doing crunches to them and stuff. It was it was wild. And I, I just all I, of that too. Oh. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But it was either she would do Lady Gaga and then the other music, uh, dance teacher, Michael, would always do Pussycat. <laughs> yes. Uh, my across the floor memories were um, Rihanna 
I want you to make me feel. Oh, sure. Oh, that's a great across the floor. Like chasse, chasse. (laughs) Stag leap. (laughs) Chene. 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 But like, I didn't even like, I didn't even put two and two together though, that that was the same woman. And I think it again goes to what you mentioned about like the vocal quality and the fact that she went completely different than what we've heard before. Yeah. And yeah, she's the best. I just love it. It's so good. Like she went to school for like a second at NYU. Yeah. And they were like, she quit because they, from what I've read or like mm-hmm. heard of her, they thought she was too pop for musical theater. And then the music world tried to tell her that she was too musical theater for pop. Yeah. So which... she was just like, okay, I'm going to just, <laughs> this, I think this is the perfect example of why it works and how she made it work for her. I feel like she's always had this in her dreams as like the ultimate fuck you to NYU. Yeah, like she was yes. like she was like, I will bring theater to pop and you cannot yeah. stop me. Yeah. <laughs> my, one of my favorite moments, like I like I said, like the moment that really, really gagged me about this performance was when the blood starts, when she she's just finished a classical piano solo with her foot on the piano. Like who did that? Who's who stops a dance pop performance to just play the piano? She gave us she, everything. She gave us everything. She gives us the the pop that like we're used to with Britney and Christina at the time and everything. But then she's like because the theatrical quality of her voice, she's almost giving us kind of Freddie Mercury Queen like aspect. Yeah. And then she goes to the piano and gives us an Elton John moment yes. with the leg on the piano and starts playing. And like, it's like, and not just playing piano, it is like, it's stunning. Like, she is killing it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Start first at solo and ensemble with that. <laughs> I mean, it's that good. Well, listen. <laughs> I've so gotten supposed- one too. <laughs> so I'm. What I'm saying is, I'm Lady Gaga. Surprise! <laughs> oh my God! Oh, it's hi, you. I'm Stephanie. Oh. Nice to meet you, <laughs> Stephanie. Nice to meet you, Stephanie. So, so she's oh. just finished this piano solo, and she busts like she grabs the mic, and then she she's singing live this whole time, by the way, which is another gag. Yes. And she's singing. She starts singing again, but now she's crying, singing. She's like, I hope you make a fan of until you love me. And that's my favorite moment because I'm like, oh, my. And then you, you're you so focused on what her mouth is doing because you're like, why are you crying? What's going And then you look down and you're like, oh, shit, she's been bleeding. bleeding. Like, <laughs> and she has it on her hands and like. And the, it gets uh, in her eyes and then uh, she keeps she, her eye Oh my god she, she oh yeah when it iconic. gets in your eye that's crazy like i was like how to get in there <laughs> like i think i think right at the end when she is hanging by her arm and she has the microphone in her other hand and she's faced away from the audience uh-huh. she, you see her hand go up and i think she goes oh. like she puts the blood on her face at that moment and then she puts the and then she drops the mic and that's the end and then she keeps her eyes open and she's got blood in her eyes Bitch, that oh. is Good. That is drag. That's drag. <laughs> that is, that's drag. Uh, that Sharon Needles it. shit. 
Sarah Needles wishes. When in doubt, freak them out. <laughs> and I also love when she starts to do that vocal, like when she's like crying while singing and then the blood is coming out. You actually hear the audience kind of be like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> like, yes. Kind of like caught off guard. It's so oh. Then it just, yeah, it really shocked everyone yeah. in that theater. And I just, oh God, it's so good. And, and like, especially when you think about who all was in there. Yeah. Like, they cut to P. Diddy at one point during the piano <laughs> solo and he's just deadpan. <laughs> yeah. He's like. <laughs> like, I'm sure he's enjoying it, but they just cut to him at the exact moment. He's just like, okay, uh, cool. Cool. What now? <laughs> he's like. Okay. Cool, I can cool, do. Cool. I can do that. <laughs> oh my god! It's so. It's just so good. We haven't even talked about that. Like, it starts out with her in a wheelchair and with those canes, and like <laughs> she, she starts out on the floor. Yes. Like, yeah. Let's. I'm. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on what the <laughs> fuck is going on because I can't, for the life of me, no piece it together and that's kind of like i think the point and that's a lot of the point of most performance art like it's up to interpretation (laughs) but she starts on the floor with the chandelier like as if a chandelier has fallen on top of her yeah and then she's singing poker face and yeah they move the chandelier away from her so that you know the dancing can happen and then they some girl in a wheelchair comes by yeah and then all of a sudden Gaga has a cane, like a, yeah. a, a walker. Yeah, those like that arm cane. So yeah. like ones that you like eclipse onto your arm and yeah. you have a little, yeah. And then it goes away. She's yeah. only got it for like maybe one measure of music. I I don't know. I, I've tried to decipher it for so many years, but I think what it means, I think what the performance means is this is a broken person who just is being lifted and goes through life being driven by the fame and the the paparazzi and everything and the obsession of people and then it gets too much and then she she kills herself right like it's basically what happens and the reason i say that is because the dancers around her play such an instrumental part and they are constantly like touching her like right. there's a lot of like arms constantly around her, touching her and everything that to me signifies that's the public, like just grabbing at her, mm-hmm. wanting everything. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I'm hurt. I'm busted. I can't do this anymore. I got to go. Yeah. Like, to me, that's what it seems like. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Counterpoint. <laughs> is, is she the famous? Is she the celebrity or is she... It, like, is she, because you, you said she's the, yeah. the celebrity, yeah. or is she the psychotic fan, this obsessive That's fan true. who is chasing after this person? Because the lyrics are, I'm your biggest fan, I'll follow you until you love me. Right. Or, here, oh, see, listen, this is great. Or, is she not chasing the fan, or is she not chasing a celebrity, is she chasing the concept of fame? Because... Okay. Like, I feel like she's, like, just desperately wants it and needs it. And, like, And at the end, she gets it. But I I would add that she she screams when they, her dancers around her at the very end, they are hooking her up to the, the, quote, unquote, noose. Yeah. 
So is did she kill herself or did it kill her? Did the fame ultimately take her take life? Her. <laughs> it's, Some, somewhere she's going, I'm being dissected. Her ears yeah. are burning. But no, there also is a quality of like she probably was like, I don't know, it seemed cool. <laughs> yeah. But no, I there is nothing that she does that doesn't mean more, you know? Right. Yeah. Like and sometimes it is as long as it just means something to them that they'll just put it out there, you know, and I- let people like us dissect it. <laughs> On a podcast. On a podcast. I thought maybe she was trying to, like, round the performance out with the music video. Yeah. Because, and I didn't know that Alexander Skarsgård was in that music video, but he is. Oh, yeah, maybe right. Yeah, he is her love interest. And he pushes her, or I guess they struggle because he's, mm-hmm. like, using her for paparazzi. It's unclear who's the celebrity and is it her yeah. or is it him? I don't know. But she falls off a balcony and survives. And so she's in a wheelchair and uses a cane for like the rest of the video until the end when she gets her revenge on him. So did they just say, well, we have this wheelchair and cane from the production for the music video. Do we <laughs> throw that in there too? <laughs> well, I think there's this thing of the performers like to allude to the music video when yeah. they're performing. Uh, on uh, the VMA stage and stuff, I, which is like, I get it, but like, it doesn't feel like that music video. It doesn't feel like the intentions the same because it's so different. And especially, I mean, specifically at the end, it's just like, yeah. that wasn't what we were expecting. <laughs> no, but there are enough similarities. Cause I, I just watched it yesterday. I don't think I've yeah. watched the paparazzi music video since like 2009, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the set, like that giant mansion, like just the, the two staircases and all the, you know, oh, yeah. the wallpaper, like that's in the music video. It's very yeah. ornate and elaborate and beautiful. And I thought that was very nice that they alluded <laughs> to the music video like that. But other than that, yeah, it's a, it's a beast, uh, you know, all its own. I, um, the other reason I love this performance is it continued my love for one human being named Mark Kanamura. I think that's his last name. So he was on, so you think you can dance or as <laughs> I've already mentioned this on the podcast before. And I think, I think this is what he called it. But one of my friends, uh, one of my friends husband would say to her, he'd be like, oh, are we watching Shuba Duba tonight? <laughs> and that was so you think he could dance because that's what the sound made at the end of the theme song. So I was like, dance, dance, Shuba Duba. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the, what it, <laughs> abbreviates to like what is the acronym for so you know th- that would be it's like, like t- as as <laughs> I don't know. Shuba Duba. <laughs> but i loved so you think you could dance and mm-hmm. i was introduced to a very handsome gentleman named mark Edamura. and hello he is the most beautiful human being I've ever seen in my fucking life. (laughs) And then of course he goes on to be one of her main dancers for a long, long time. And now he just does 
these videos on Instagram. And I think if I say this, this might, this might trigger something for you, but he's the one who does like crazy wig reveals and like, will just like dance in his underwear. Like he's, yeah. Been, yes. Yeah. yeah. And okay. like the, um, he famously did the Sasha Velour, like, flowers but it was actually like confetti and then yeah. threw out like a pride flag behind him and stuff so like yes. that's all he does now and he makes millions of dollars <laughs> based <laughs> off of these videos <gasps> it is insane it's crazy oh, I love he's that. he's great but i will forever just remember because I I was watching the VMAs and I went that's Mark from oh. So You Think I Can Dance and I was like oh Oh, my heart. <laughs> He's just gorgeous. Speaking of the dancers, yes. um, there's one who has a thong on his face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, which in the now times looks like a face mask. So when I saw it, I was like, I feel comfy. <laughs> oh, girl, you want to talk uncomfy? Listen to this. Did you know in 2019... <laughs> <laughs> on Project Runway. Oh no. There was an outfit that went down the runway and it had a the outfit was made of a fabric and the p- designer made a face mask to go with the outfit. Do you know what the designer's name was? Corona. COVID Kapoor. Shut up. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. What? I swear to God. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> <laughs> No. The Matrix is broken. <laughs> but I was reminded by one of my Bravo like Instagram accounts that I follow. They were like, don't forget. <laughs> I remember was, this? <laughs> Holy shit. What? Uh, oh my God. Oh, COVID. But yes. So there's, I do also love that the, the thong on the face, the like lace and like frilliness of it is really fascinating. Yes. White costumes for everyone. It's, um, it's really kind of like a moment where we really are seeing her, uh, influences of queer art. Like she's not, it's, it's weird because it's like at the VMAs sex sells. Like it's always about like, Who's going to be the hottest? And Britney with a snake. It's Britney making out with Madonna. It's Britney. It's it's Britney in the (laughs) nude, like in the nude, like uh, she does satisfaction and like yes. Oh my god! And like that's what it's about. It's it's little Kim in the dress that had that had (laughs) the boob with the pasty and Diana Ross just going (laughs) (laughs) wonk wonk. But yes, but so there's something both sexy and absolutely not sexy about it. Yes. Like it's like crazy. Like she's wearing next to, I mean, she's, she's wearing like a one piece bodysuit that has like, you know, the shark bites out of it, you know, like (laughs) and she looks so good. Yeah. She looks so good. Her hair is pink. She's like, her body is sick. Yes. And but it's not about that. Yeah. You don't even think about that. No, you, you're not even thinking about it. And I'm pretty sure I may be speaking out of term. I'm not for sure, but I think it's all McQueen. Like, I think what she's wearing in the, 
the performance. It's McQueen. Like it, it just, the way that it's made and the way that it's constructed and stuff, I'm like, that looks like it's McQueen. Yeah. It's so it's like just walking art. Like she's yeah. gone on walking art. Yeah. And you're still just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh. oh. I I looked up because I wanted to see what else we had seen of her, like live. Yeah. yeah. And the only thing I could find was her very first televised performance in 2008 at the new Now Next Awards. Which oh. I'd never really even like paid attention to, oh, but I, I she sings Just Dance and she is introduced by Michelle Williams <gasps> and she gives the most uncomfortable, like adorably awkward intro. She's like, I love this girl. She's going to do so many things. It's like, girl, you didn't even know. <laughs> she goes, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, get up on your feet. And then she just turns and goes, that didn't make no sense. Lady Gaga! <laughs> I love Michelle Williams so, so much. Good. So good. And like, it was a very, you know, she had the, like the hood on her face. Like yes. it was like a piece of fabric that just draped over her blonde wig with the blonde bangs. Yeah. She and was doing like Sia sunglasses. Uh-huh. Yeah. This, like Sia almost. Um, and then she sang Just Dance. And I was like, okay, this is a very, it's just dancing, choreography. There were too many people on stage. Like in a COVID world, I was like, that is too many people. <laughs> it was, the stage apart. was packed. It was a party, <laughs> which is, I think, like what the entire album, The Fame, was supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a party. You're supposed to feel like, yeah. listen and be like, oh, I feel rich and famous listening to this. You should be in a dark basement with like lights going crazy and you are like... It's- the floor you're, is sticky. Yeah, but you didn't want to wear your heels anymore, so yeah. you took off your shoes. So now your pantyhose are just stuck <laughs> to the floor. You're doing poppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a projection screen of the music video yeah. on the wall. <laughs> yes. There's like a cage over here where some <laughs> drunk girl—that's me—is dancing, <laughs> making out with girls. Also me. <laughs> That's, I, the fame was my like it is coming out era oh, oh yeah i mean yeah. i fully attribute my love of lady gaga to being absolutely a key part of me finally realizing my queerness yeah. because i was like it, because it's i what is what do i call it oh wait a minute moment it's another wait a minute moment where i was like wait a minute why does this register so differently for me yeah why is this like really really i'm living for it why why i should be confused i should be but yet i see it and i say that is art and it speaks to me it speaks to me <laughs> i get it yeah i just get it and that's I, that's the fame and the fame monster yeah. for me too it's just like that was for me i was just like oh wait i think i know why <laughs> When I heard that she wrote the song Poker Face about being with a man, but imagining being with a woman, like that's her <sighs> poker face. I was like, oh, uh, like uh, it's like- kind of, I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. There were not many queer women. No. And like, once I got to college, like I met a lot of queer men. Yeah. But there were, there was one <laughs> queer woman and I had such a huge crush on her. I was like, oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I, 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 I learned that 
have to pick one. And I was like, oh, I like both. <laughs> I love that. That's so yeah. beautiful to yeah. like, I love, oh God, that just really poker face. Like that just really speaks to me as far as the pretending, oh, sorry, hit my mic. Uh, the pretending of being one way while hiding another. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> Stephanie, we love you, Stephanie. We love you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Now, can you imagine, did you ever see, in your future, did you ever see her being like this? Like, could you have imagined what she was going to become? Academy Award nominee (laughs) slash winner. I mean, she won. Yeah. Yeah. She also was nominated as an actor. Yeah. (gasps) No. (laughs) I mean, honestly, from that one performance, yeah, actually, I could see that. Yeah. I could have seen that. I, I knew that I was like, oh, she's not a one and done. Yeah. Like, I was like, this person's going to be with us for a while. Mm-hmm. However, I never thought she was going to become kind of like a mindset for people. Like, yeah. the whole Gaga, like love and adoration and equality and uh, standing up for yourself, all this stuff, just the queerness and everything that she stands for. Who would have thought out of that like little moment just, yeah. that this, this teeny tiny woman was going to become kind of like a thing for queer people. A queer icon. <laughs> it is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love her so much. I love her. How about the VMAs? Uh, is there another, like, what are some of your other favorite VMA performances? I mean, you you mentioned the the Britney Spears nude bodysuit, like the bell-bottom pants with those the rhinestones on them where she, it was like an oops, I did it again medley. Right, where She, yes. like, slides on her knees and she goes, ooh, I did it again. <laughs> oh, oh. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. And the snake, like Britney Spears, like I said, I wanted to be her. Yeah. <laughs> I literally did. Maybe I just wanted to be with her. I don't know. Um, she was one of my beards. I yeah, was like, yeah. Britney's really hot. She's so hot. <laughs> she um, and Beyonce. I love the um, Anytime the Backstreet Boys performed, Obvi. Yes, you are a diehard BSB die fan. Diehard. Uh, I saw them <laughs> last summer. I saw them at the United Center, and I can die now because I'm happy now. Well, well listen. That's it. The bar is that low. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we make this vaccine or not. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, yes, I... Uh, Actually, any boy band performance is pretty iconic on there. Like, yeah, they one of my favorites and one of the ones that I'm kind of like, this is random is uh, when NSYNC does pop mm-hmm. and Michael, and Jackson, Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> at the very end. And all he does is like be like, like dancing. Yeah. And then like, that's it. Yeah. It was like the little dance break, which remember when songs had dance breaks. Oh man. And that's what they were for. <laughs> I miss that. Me I too. miss that so much. Uh, I miss 
I miss dance. Like I know there are dance videos now. I just, I'm not a part of the music video culture as much as I used to be. Like I used to, speaking of Britney Spears Mm -hmm. and Backstreet Boys, I used to tape MTV. Like when like TRL, I would tape a performance of oops, I did it again. And I would rewind it and learn the dance. And now I can do the, oops, I did it again. (laughs) Like I I learned it. And Oh, I learned it larger than life by the Backstreet Boys. I did the same thing. I can oh. do that whole dance. When she does the number, when she does, oops, I did it again, and it goes into medley with NSYNC. And she's like, I'm going to introduce you to some friends of mine. Uh, NSYNC. And it's clearly. Was she in a classroom? Yes. And it, she's clearly lip syncing. And it's just like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, but no. I mean, Slave for You is absolutely iconic Iconic. that snake moment it is it's so yeah good (laughs) like i love that she could do she could lip sync as much as she wanted because she was performing her ass off yeah and like she she was doing other stuff you know like the snake and the outfits or the lack of outfits yeah (laughs) (laughs) making out with madonna just like but oh. I think that's what makes this Lady Gaga performance that much more special. Yeah. <laughs> is that she is literally singing live the whole time and you can absolutely tell that she is. And yeah. she's you even like she didn't go for the the body mic. She was like, No, I'm gonna do this with a handheld microphone. Yeah, Please, thank you. And I'm gonna mic. dance. Also, side note. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the VMAs in 2009 were West Side Story themed. Yes. Yes. There was like a weird, like, absolutely. I remember. This. So there's like a moment in the dance in the paparazzi performance where they go like this. Yeah. They like did this. Oh, they do like cool, a little snapping. Yeah. Okay. Not a visual medium. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot see you dance. <laughs> They're like doing that little like walk and like snap with the. Yeah. Stay cool, boy. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they were so random. I will also never forget when Jimmy Fallon hosted, uh, and they, I was obsessed with, there was a special about the VMAs, like the documentary behind the scenes. And that VMAs, they were trying to book Guns N' Roses. Oh. And it was... It's been, it was their like brass ring forever was trying to get Guns N' Roses to perform on the VMAs ever since the creation of MTV. Yeah. And at the last minute during the show, they had to like throw the ending out and put Guns N' Roses on because they like showed up and they were like, okay, we're doing it. And it's, I can't remember that. Yes, it's wild. Well, that's where Buckethead premiered. Do you remember the like, okay this is wild so when he was like ladies and gentlemen guns and motherfucking roses and like everybody loses their mind but then you see axel rose and you're like what happened to your face and then it's not slash with him it is a gentleman named buckethead who has on a KFC, like, chicken bucket on top of his head and, like, wears a mask and stuff. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, chicken it's bucket. a real thing. It's, I must have blacked it out. Oh, I, with good reason. <laughs> because, 
And that's what was wild about it is they finally got them. And then it was just... It was just Axl Rose. Yeah. It was just Axl being bananas that he is. Uh, But um, yeah. yeah, Go Google Buckethead. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that. Yes. Amazing. Crazy. And he wore like a yellow jumpsuit. It was wild. But anyway. (laughs) Something else that happened at that VMAs that will age all of us was that the new moon twilight movie trailer oh. premiered <laughs> oh yeah that's right at the vmas like Stu and r pat and taylor lautner came out and were like here is a trailer for our next movie <laughs> twilight remember when they were all robots that was yeah. wild oh <laughs> oh i love i love most of them i, I don't it. really i don't really care about taylor lautner I don't Sorry. know what is he doing anymore. Where he dated he? Taylor Swift and then he fell off the planet. And then he fell off the planet. Yeah. God, he his body though. Oh, his boy. body though. <laughs> <laughs> his body. Though. <laughs> oh, I um yeah. Is there any other like fabulous performance that you could think of that you're like that you love from the VMAs? I just. I just love the VMAs. I like, used to, we it was an event. It was for us. Yes. And sometimes, most of the time, it would land on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And so you got to stay up on Sunday on night Sunday and night. watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I can't think of any like uh, I was just so laser focused on the Backstreet Boys that no, like I'm I thinking don't. of their uh, larger than life performance. Mm-hmm. I just love watching them dance. And they they still got it. They, in case you were wondering, I saw them last year. They're all in their like forties and fifties, yeah. and they are still going. Well, like, you know, Brian AJ was just on the wait. Uh, so, so, no, Dancing with the Stars. I was going to yes. say, so you, you can dance. Could you imagine? I would One love of the Chuba Duba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian Latrell, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that his name? Uh, his son is a Broadway star. Like, is like does like theater? What? He was in Disaster, oh. the musical on Broadway. Yeah, that's well, I saw fun. Open for the Backstreet Boys when they went on tour last year. Really? And yeah, oh he has God. a country album out now. He's oh sixteen. <laughs> yeah, he was like fourteen in Disaster. Okay, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Aw, I was like, <laughs> wild, crazy. Many, many he has a beautiful people. voice. He's yeah. he's very very talented. So does his father. <laughs> oh, li- oh, listen, uh. Ryan. <laughs> oh, I know everybody's like Kevin, and Kevin's like you're like okay, but he's. I was 55. never like Kevin. <laughs> I I feel but, like it was like Nick and Kevin were like all I heard a lot, but I love Brian. Do you want to know who my Backstreet Boy was? Is it AJ? It was Howie. Howie. <laughs> I love that. Listen, love- if you if you made a snap judgment based on one picture because you got that CD for your for Christmas <laughs> in like 1997 or eight um, or whenever it came out, and you were like, which of these am I going to obsess over for the next ten years of my life? And yeah. I picked Howie because he looked real good in that that album cover. Ugh. You know, I used to get all the time <laughs> on hookup apps, people would be like, are you Joey Fatone? <laughs> and I would be, I am. I would be so confused. 
if they were like complimenting me or like or insulting, insulting me and i was like no are you the second <laughs> least important member of the band in sync <laughs> i was like oh my god what is wrong with me oh, no. <laughs> but you know what He's in like Hallmark Christmas movies now, he's, so he's still got it. He absolutely is. He still has a career. He's yeah. he's now a game show host and all this stuff. Hell yeah! I those boy bands and their careers have been so fascinating. I cannot believe, truly, honestly, I cannot believe J.C. Chazé never became bigger because, like, he was amazing vocalist he was my favorite yeah he was maybe even better than justin and and he was dropped and gorgeous Mm -hmm. and like everything i'm so shocked that he is not you know what i think did him in though that song some girls dance with women (gasps) yes you're right (laughs) probably tanked his career and with good reason that song was weird stupid like, yeah, it's true, but why are you singing about it? Like, we didn't need your take on <laughs> women loving women dancing. What, what song am I thinking of? Leighton Meester in some band. What is... Ugh. Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl? Uh-huh. There was, it was a big deal that she was like, this was like part of her like pop debut. Uh, I make, is it, I make the good girls go band? Like... Oh! Yeah! <sighs> I can't no. remember. No. I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, I'm cutting this up because I can't even. <laughs> it was like, they were like Cobra something or like. Cobra. Yeah. I was going to say Cobra snake, but no. That's that's just an animal. <laughs> I'm yes, going to look it you're, up. You're right, though. It's something. Yes. Co- it's like Cobra. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's such a bad song. <laughs> I'm making the girls go. Good girls go. go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Make this song is so bad. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. What an era. It's crazy. The mid 2000s. I will say, I think we're on a very exciting era of music right now. Um, I recommend if you have not watch uh, Lizzo's performance from last year's VMAs because yes, yes that's great and that's what? another like VMA interesting yeah yeah like they are going full digital yeah like they're they're just do you have a vision for your performance yeah we can literally make the Sahara Desert or like yeah you know. Stonehead, like just yeah. appear around you, yeah. Because we have the technology now. Yeah, oh, you want a big giant butt? You want this? We can okay. do that. Yeah. And, and then there was Normani did her song. Uh, God, it's so good. Why can't uh, motivation? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be motivation. And then she has a dance solo that is just like incredible, and you're like. This is a pop song. That's what I miss about the VMAs. I miss watching them and being like, who's the next big thing? Who yeah. are we going to obsess over for the next few years? That's where it happened. That's yes. where it happened for Lady Gaga. Exactly. With that one performance. 
and and so I reference good. it in the episode with Parker, but that's where I saw Beyonce on her own for the first time, and I was like, yeah. And she premiered Crazy Crazy in Love, and you're like, why is this? And like Justin went was that solo. 2000, that was two thousand nine. I think maybe where it was two thousand earlier. Okay, it might have been the it year before. Been earlier, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe I can't remember, but. Uh, yeah, Justin went solo and it was like a big thing. And like, n- history is made at the at video the music is. awards. Yes, like, it is. Crazy. Yes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I miss it so much. Me too. I just miss like getting together with my friends that lived, you know, across the street. Yeah. And just like turning on MTV and waiting oh. for antics to ensue. <laughs> I will never forget. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. The kiss, the Madonna, Britney, Christina And Christina, which got cut off. And she she was pissed because Britney took off after that. Yes. And you can see it, though, in the dress rehearsal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. Um, But it's also, she, Christina shouldn't be mad at Britney. You know who she should be mad at? It's Justin Timberlake. Because it was after they broke up. And MTV, well, yeah, the MTV's in trouble, like, should be blamed, too. But MTV immediately went to a reaction shot. Right! And that's oh. what cut Christina kissing. Yeah! Is the oh, reaction that's shot. smart, though. I know! Well, of course! That's You're smart, like, though. well, if Of you... course we want to see what his face looks like when she yeah. kisses the pop queen. Yeah. And I feel like, though, maybe they should have switched it up. I think she should have kissed Christina first because that's expected at that time. You know, Christina was just like a far more of a sexual being and like further along in her sexual journey than Britney was that like, it would have been a moment, but it wouldn't have been as big as Britney kissing Madonna. And then you could just go straight to just to be like, like it's so good. Oh. It's so good. It's, yeah. I love it because it's just breaking fragile masculinity. Just yeah. like. <laughs> Isn't that fun? That, yeah. One of my favorite things. <laughs> warm and fuzzy. Like I get so excited. <laughs> You're really cozy inside. <laughs> Oh, so let's go ahead and add this performance of Lady Gaga at the MTV Video Music Awards in 2009 of her song Paparazzi into our book of gags. That's the one thing missing from the music is air horns. I really should start employing. I'd be happy to provide one for you. Yeah. (laughs) Just um, put that on a voice memo and just send it to me. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's go on to our gags of the week. So, <laughs> oh, she has notes. She I has it. notes. I actually have notes for like this whole thing that I haven't oh looked God. at yet. <laughs> I do that it's all the all time here, too. Baby. I mean, I I look. I like. I write stuff for this, 
but my guests and the conversation just always, I'm just like, oh, I don't need these. <laughs> we, hit, we hit every single topic that I wrote down. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my gag of the week, I have to shout out my severe, severe love <laughs> for <laughs> the reboot of Saved by the Bell on Peacock. Okay. I fucking loved every moment of it (laughs) and here's why you have (laughs) two poc women as the leads like bipoc women as the leads incredible amazing we love it you have a performance by josie tota trans all-star she's incredible she's amazing and she plays a trans woman on this show and they address it on this show and the way that they address it, it's not tragic. It's not upsetting. It is a stage of that person's life. And it is so beautiful. (laughs) Full on tears. It deals with racism. It deals with classism. It deals with schools not having money. It's incredible. And it's all done in this wild comedy like sense and tone like the the jokes what came out is not what i thought was going to happen and it made me so happy because it's uh it was written by tracy wigfield who was a writer on 30 rock so it's 30 rock like like okay just like banter banter joke joke it like flies it just flies and you are obsessed it's so good does it matter that i have not watched the original save not at all like there is so obviously they have to have like saved by the bell the original they're all in it yeah they're all in it um jesse spano and um slater are actually like regulars on the show so jesse becomes the school counselor at bayside and they have so many great inside jokes. Like she wrote a book called I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared about being a mother. And that's her like parenting book. That's the title of it. And then like Slater becomes the gym teacher and the football coach of Bayside. And he's an idiot still. <laughs> that's Mario Lopez. right? Yes. Yeah. And holy shit, Mario Lopez. How how does he look like that? I saw him at the, uh, he hosted the Macy's Parade virtually this year. Oh, and did he? Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. Does not age. Does not age. His body is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But yes, it's, it is so, so good. So much fun. I highly recommend checking it out. I loved it. <laughs> like, I just, I watched the entire season in one sitting i could not move and i plan on watching it again it's so fun i just loved it and again josie tota like demands your attention because she's on big mouth this season as well she is the moment she is everything she is the gag okay josie tota just i i love her i love her she's on big mouth this season she plays a new character. Uh, so Big Mouth. Natalie? Yes. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched most of it last night. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. 
And uh, also that episode written by another trans woman, uh, uh, Patty oh, Harrison. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously. They're like, yes. It's, That's good. Because yeah. I watched that episode and I was like, is this going to be like it, it when got- they tackle bisexuality <laughs> and it was weird? I totally. Uh, oh. uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I, I felt the fear too. And then I was like, I saw written by Patty Harrison Thank and I God. was like, oh, okay, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Okay. It's it's going to be really interesting. And it was. I really liked that episode of yeah. Big Mouth this season. I Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I've yeah. already watched all of Big Mouth. Too. <laughs> I, how many episodes are there? I think I'm on like eight. Yeah, probably, ten. I think they're ten. ten. I'll finish them today. <laughs> so, <laughs> Molly, what is your gag of the week? I have three, but they're all really quick. Mostly. No, go ahead. Okay, so... <laughs> Do it. They're they're all they all happen like relatively within the week. Um, the Grammys were announced, and the entire yes. um category of best rock album was all female artists. That's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, the I movie Happiest Season. I oh, have yes. so many thoughts, which I could like expand this into another episode because, like, I, I loved it, but I also was infuriated. Oh, at the end. I feel like that is everybody's reaction to. Okay, I have good. not seen right. it, yet, but yes. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. I enjoyed it for what it is. It's it's a cheesy holiday movie, but like, mm-hmm. I have thoughts about the end. Yes. Um, and also, Elliot Page came out as transgender this week. Yes, and that was so um, exciting for him. I I saw this tweet that was so endearing and earnest. It was just, I don't know who tweeted it, but they were like, so they filmed Juno in my neighbor's house and my house was the craft services. So Elliot was in my house while I was eating a sandwich and he came up to me and was like, Hey, what do you, what do you do? And I was like, um, I'm eight. <laughs> he seems like the best though. I know. Like, he just like, seems like so chill. Like how I would deal with a child. Just like, so what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm eight years old, <laughs> like trying to have a conversation with them. Like, no, they, they are children and not quite people yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're trying to figure everything I out. I love that. Well. It just made me smile. I, you know, the handling of his news this week was really interesting to see online. I thought the like general public reaction to it was actually very like warm. And I really, yeah. I was, very excited. I mean, obviously, like I'm in an echo chamber, you know, and right, I, I right. Get we it. have our bubbles where like people but generally have the same feelings about yes. things which we do and but, beliefs and stuff. But. but it's like the fact that like Netflix went back and changed all of his credits to say Elliot and like everybody's like like there wasn't a headline that mentioned the dead name and yep. the the new name, like it was just handled handled pretty well. Obviously, yeah. more work to be done. And right. also, like, you know, it's 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 a very famous person who yeah. is going through this journey. And there's far more there are there's a silent few that are just hurting right now. And mm-hmm. so it is like kind of that like, ooh, but I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that. It seems like everybody's been pretty cool about it. So yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yay. Oh my Yay. God. I love it. Those yeah. are great bags. Yes. Those are. I've been keeping track. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I've been keeping track of like everything that happened. I was like, for the day when Tommy asked me to be on his podcast, I need to be prepared. And like, I sent you a, like, cause you, like you said, the minute your podcast came out with Nick Shoda and I thought like when you explained the podcast to me, it was like mm-hmm. movies. And so I was like, okay, what am I? And then I realized that it could be anything. anything. And I was like, I know exactly what my gag is. And I told you and you were like, yes, I was just talking about this the other day. Yes. And then you asked me to be on the pod like this past week and I was like well here are some other you know ideas that and you were like uh, I don't really know about any of these but like I know this one because I am gay so like let's, and I was like let's do this one <laughs> not that I don't ever want to do one that I don't know because I love no. learning but it did make me laugh that I was like oh I don't know that <laughs> I, I was like, maybe I should have, like, because a movie has so much more to talk about. Yes. So I was like, the movie Midsummer to me, I hated it when I saw it. Yeah. And then I watched it again. I never, like, I never shut up about it. I was like, I, I hate this movie. It. it was so, it was so gross. And like, I just didn't get it. And then I never stopped thinking about it. So I watched it again and I realized I loved it. I, I could talk about that. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I love Midsummer. But I'm glad we but did. I, I'm glad you mentioned though specifically Florence Pugh because yes. her performance in that is really wonderful. And the crying at the beginning of the movie has never left my fucking brain. Yeah. It is unreal what she does in that in that morning moment is just like oh, it's the worst. Do you remember that time when we were teammates for Big Brother? Yeah. <laughs> And you were asked questions about me. Yes. And one of them was, who is Molly's celebrity crush? It was Florence Pugh. It was Pugh. Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. No, I should have. Yeah. Oh. But I. <laughs> Your answer I... was better, though. You were like, she's bi, so it could be anybody. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I know. I was. I, I was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. I know. I know. Uh, spe- I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Big Brother, if somebody wants to see you on like in a video or something, you Brother. recently. Speaking of Big Brother, <laughs> you recently joined uh, our friend Will Rupert, who created that Big Brother. He's doing a video series about every Lifetime Christmas movie, and you were on the first episode. What's the title? <laughs> what is the title of that movie? Uh, you- the movie was called Christmas on Ice. They all blend together to me. <laughs> but yeah, Christmas this one was dream. Christmas on Ice. Crafty Christmas, Christmas, Christmas for in the, the square, Christmas on Christmas on Christmas. Uh, yeah, Christmas on the Square, like, which I still have to watch. Everybody, oh yeah, I need to watch that too. I, I heard it is rough, but and that's what makes them so good. <laughs> the worse they are, the better I like them. It's so, it's so good. But you are on a video, and you're going to be on later on in the month again. Yeah. We're going to catch up and yes. recap because he's watching every single offering that Lifetime puts out every this year. Single one. Everyone. <laughs> I, I I'm on an episode that's going to be filmed very soon. And it's yes, about yes, yes. that's right. <laughs> it's about the gay one. Yep. And yep. so <laughs> and he was like, 
okay, that's the one you're doing. And I was like, fantastic, sweetie. <laughs> like, Great. Amazing. I have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I just have my fan. And just warp. 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 I've been watching so much Trixie and Katya. It's the best content for it's just this time. To, to work and yeah. have something on in the background that'll make you giggle, but like you don't have to pay attention to fully. Can you believe? Can you believe that your friend, this person, my, my you- best friend Trixie Mattel, <laughs> who would definitely recognize me on the street if she saw me? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you hear that she bought her mom a house? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard the story about what her mom did when she got her the house? Oh, it's so funny. No. She's she bought her. Well, first of all, it started out because Trixie was going to buy a condo in downtown Milwaukee just to like have a second home. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so she like mentioned it to her mom, and her mom was like. Oh, that's nice. Like to have a new place. I mean, like we're like ugh, our home is like falling apart and like all this and like kind of <laughs> laid it on thick. <laughs> so, so Brian goes and he he buys the condo, but then he surprises his mom by buying her a house. And the real estate agent that worked with him was like, I've already told the office, like, prepare for tears because like it's such a big deal and like Brian like shows her the house and he goes, Mom, I I bought you this house. And she just like looks around and she goes, It looked bigger in the pictures. (laughs) 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 Brian's like, okay, well (laughs) I love that. I love that because that is like isn't that such a like dream of like becoming rich and famous so you can go and buy your parents like something? Yes. I yes. think about that all the time. Me too. <laughs> like, here, like, here, mom and dad, here is the literally hundreds of thousands of dollars I probably owe you. <laughs> and also a home in Beverly Hills, which you would not want there, but whatever. I have the money. So I know cookie is so easy to please. It would be, I I would just, I could just be like, well, first of all, I would get her a new car because she's desperately needed a new car for like ever. But like, maybe I would get her cause she doesn't travel or anything. I don't know. I, I don't know what I could get her, yeah. but like, Honestly, it could be anything. And she'd be like, oh, honey. <laughs> like, tears just yeah. streaming down her face. Yeah. I mean, I would just give her the money, probably. I yeah, would be like, yeah. here you go. Get Buy retire. Like, yeah. stop working. <laughs> My parents are both retired. So, like, lucky bums. <laughs> <bumps. laughs> your parents your parents are older than my mom, right? Or no? But- probably. I don't want to, like... <laughs> Because they're probably going to listen to this, so I don't want to be like, my parents are this much years old. I'm so sorry, the Le Captains, for mentioning this. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) No, my mom, my mom has, uh, because she went back to work uh, later on in life that she can't retire quite yet. And Mm -hmm. she's, well, this is. I think this is her last year, um, which is wild because she's doing it 
during this time. And I'm like, that's so sad. (laughs) It breaks my heart for her. Yeah. She should have the proper like school year to like, you know, in her intern job on, but it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I think she's so (laughs) ready. Like I've never met a teacher who hated teaching more than my mom. (laughs) God bless her. She's so funny. Uh I will never forget because I used to be a double major of uh, theater and education uh, in college. And I thought for sure I was probably going to become a teacher sometime in my life. And I said to my mom, I was like, so I think I'm going to go into secondary education. And she was like, okay. And like, just kind of stared at me for a little bit. And I was like, what? And she was like, it's not great. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Don't Why? And she was like, it's just not fun anymore. <laughs> so you probably had like the only parent who ever said, don't, don't have a back, don't do the backup plan. Go into theater. <laughs> but no, what she said was, she was like, you're so good at computers. You oh. should be like computer science or something. <laughs> what even is computer science? Nobody knows. <laughs> And how does the computer work? Also, I don't need to. I don't need to do it in college. All I have to do is like go online and like there's Google courses about like how to be like a software engineer. Yeah. And, stuff. and you're like, okay. <laughs> I took a like a course on um, Microsoft Excel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I only got like one course in, so I learned how to like move through the cells. Uh, at and, wor- and I was like. <sighs> I'm so bored. <laughs> I have learned so many Excel formulas and stuff that at work, they're just always like, uh, we need to do, we need to work on this project. And I'm like, I'll create a tracker for it. <laughs> mm, with some formulas. <laughs> I got it, guys. I know what to do. <laughs> And they just are like, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Molly, this was wonderful. I'm so Hi. happy that you were here. Where can people find you? You can find me on the internet somewhere. <laughs> yes. uh, I frequent the Instagrams. Yes. Uh, my handle is at Molly LeCaptain. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an Instagram for my crochet business, which is. <laughs> At Le Captain Hook Gifts. With oh, us. What, a, what a twist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, you can find me in Lakeview if you ever go for walks <laughs> on your lunch break. <laughs> well, they should they should go and find on YouTube the video with you and Will that's yeah, up right yeah, now yes, on yes. his page as well. Yes, his name is Will Rupert. If I'm sure if you Google, go, yeah, you can Google it and it'll take you to YouTube. That's how the internet works. Um, <laughs> what is computer science anyway? <laughs> From someone who clearly has no idea what computers or science do. Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's the 31 days of lifetime is yes. what that's called. So yes. like maybe type in Will Rupert or Molly LeCaptain, 31 days of lifetime or Christmas on ice or any of those buzzwords. I'm sure will take you there. It's very fun. It's very yeah. cute. I love yeah. it. You then, have great insights into just garbage movie. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage movies. 
Oh. But I love you so much. This is my favorite time of year. It's so great. I I know. It is my favorite time of the year as well, but oh, I wish it wasn't this year. I know. <laughs> just, like, I, I know. just wanted everything to be fixed by now, but I understand I that like um, there's mm. we could talk for another hour about this. <laughs> and it's not getting any better. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) Molly, I love you dearly. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank you for having me and making all my dreams come true. My pleasure. Like like I said, you were on the list from day one. There's a lot of people on the list that they don't know. And so it's Uh it's fun to hear them be like, yeah, so the podcast is going really well. And I'm like, teehee, you're coming on. You just don't know when. (laughs) (laughs) But I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Anyway, uh, again, thank you. And to everybody else, hey, keep on gagging. Paparazzi. An absolute gag is produced and edited by me. Cover art provided by Grace Greenwood at 1310 Studios. Follow her on Instagram at 1310 underscore studios or visit their website at www.1310spelledoutstudios.com. Music provided by Vivera. Find them on Spotify and iTunes. Rate and subscribe to the podcast on all podcatcher apps, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at an absolute gag pod. Thanks for listening. Now pump it, queens. 